0: Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Thanks so much for tuning in to iWork for him today. Whether you're listening live right here in Tampa Bay on the radio, imagine that. Those of you that understand, there is an AM radio right next to your FM radio. We're so thrilled that you're tuning in today. And we know that we're being rebroadcast tonight and tomorrow morning on Red Nation Rising and on, and on uh, the biz right here in Tampa Bay. And we're also being heard on iTunes and Google Play and so many other places. The whole point to this is not because it, this is the Jim Brangenberg show, because it's not. It's the I Work For Him radio program. And it's all about learning about how we connect what we learn on Sunday to what we do on Monday through Friday, what we do in our jobs, because we, it's so important that we understand that our workplace is a gift from our Heavenly Father. And that that workplace becomes our ministry place. And in that ministry place, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. You know, it's so hard to have a job where you're not appreciated. How hard is it for you to work in a place where every day you go in and you do your job, but you never get a kind word. You never get a a verbal or physical pat on the back. Maybe you strive for excellence every day, but you never get a bonus for your effort. So many of us just want 10 minutes with our boss so we can stay connected. Maybe you're one of those people who's doing nice things for people at work all the time, but no one ever does anything nice for you. Ever wonder why these things bother you? Well, we've got the expert on the line with us today. We've got Dr. Paul White. He is an author and a speaker, and he wrote alongside Gary Chapman the five languages of of appreciation in the workplace. And you all know, as listeners of I Work For Him, that we talk about the love languages all the time. And in the workplace, this powerful application of the love languages in the workplace empowers organizations to grow their people. Dr. Paul White, welcome to I Work For Him.
1: Thank you, Jim. I'm glad to be here with you all.
0: You know, when I read this book about, oh, it was within the last two years I read it for the first time, I'm like, oh, somebody gets it. Because for the last decade since I first got exposed to the five love languages, I worked with business owners and business leaders and had them and their people take the love languages test and say, hey, here's how you can manage your people more effectively. It is such a powerful concept. But then you come out... And you wrote this so that you can practically apply it. I I just love it. It's so fantastic. Thanks. Paul, before we get into the conversation on the five languages of appreciation in the workplace, just talk to me. How would you love for the Lord to move in your life this year?
1: Well, Jim, you know, uh, we're all uh, works in progress, and I clearly am, And around character issues. You know, I move at a fast pace. It sounds like you do, too. And I can sort of get a lot done and rush around. But, you know... uh, uh, being efficient isn't a fruit of the Spirit. And so... Um, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I, Wait, are you sure? I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> i am got to interrupt you. I am pretty
0: sure it's got to yeah, be efficient and organized. Oh. Yeah, it's
1: not there. So, you know, just having more of a sense of peace and gentleness and kindness in my life uh, and with those that I interact with, that would be that would be, that'd be great. It's
0: going to take me all day to absorb what you just said there, that efficiency is not a fruit of the spirit, because I, I, I kind of go on the efficiency thing. All right, so I, the way you took the five love languages and applied them to the workplace in the five languages of appreciation in the workplace— it, it powerfully moved me, and I have seen this impact workplaces so that they're never the same again. It, it's such a powerful application of God's Word and the way God created us. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a workplace, this is a must-buy for everyone who works in a workplace. Oh yeah, you notice that? If you're in a workplace, you're working in a workplace, this is a must-buy for you. This is something you got to have, because if you can't show appreciation in the language that the person receives it, they don't feel appreciated. Anyway, I'm getting to the conclusion of the show, but let's just jump right back in with Dr. Paul White. Paul, this is this book, when I saw this I thought, I could have written this book. No, I couldn't have because I'm not an author. But I love it. It is genius stuff. Absolutely genius stuff. How did the idea come to you to say, wow, I'm going to take the five love languages and apply this to the workplace because this is going to turn the workplace upside down?
1: Yeah, so my wife and I, uh, we've been married 37 years now and we had been really positively impacted by the five love languages and it just really, I think, saved our marriage. Uh, I consult with family owned businesses and I was in North Carolina working with a construction company, meeting with the, the owner, the CEO and the dad and, and asking him how things were going as far as a succession plan of, uh, moving the business across to his son. He said, it's going great. My son's stepping up. He, you know, he's growing and it's going well. I walk across the hall asked the son the same question. He says, this is a disaster. It is never going to work. I can never hear anything positive from my dad or please him. And so it just seemed like, okay, they're missing each other. And so I actually pursued Dr. Chapman for a year. And then uh, we met together and he agreed for us to work on this project. And and then it was interesting as we got in there and as I researched what's going on in the workplace, the need was huge because one of the things that we found is that 79% of the people who leave their workplace, while voluntarily cite a lack of appreciation as the main reason. Most supervisors, managers, business owners think people leave for more money, but that's actually not the case. We've got lots of research to show that. But uh, they leave because they don't think anybody really gives a rip about what they're doing. And so Looking at it a little more, we found out that about half, 51% of managers think they're doing a pretty good job of showing appreciation. But for those same managers, the people that work for them, only 17% of the employees felt like the manager was doing an okay job. So there was this disconnect there, and, and that's where the cool thing is we've been able to help sort of uh, connect that and, and, meet, and fill in the gap.
0: There's nothing more amazing than watching the face of a of a business owner, business leader, somebody that's running an organization, uh, maybe a nonprofit organization, maybe it's a church, and you do a 360 on them. And, and And one of the questions you ask you ask the leader, Hey, do you think your people know that you appreciate them? And then you ask the people, Do you feel appreciated? And when the when the leader, whatever the organization sees that there's a serious disconnect, and it is there in almost every organization. They're like, "What? how did this happen? I I mean, they are dumbfounded, and that's why, just like you said, you think the five love languages saved your marriage. I think love and respect saved our marriage, but understanding the five love languages transformed how I show love to my wife. I was getting it just because I was... Acts of service was something I grew up doing for my parents, so I just got that, and that happened right. to me, Martha's number two. But her number one was words of affirmation. Well, I grew up in an Italian-German family, <laughs> where right. that wasn't done very well. And so I, I that's something I'm still working on after 30 and a half years. So talk to me about when an organization starts to be intentional. Well, let me just go back.
1: Because well, actually, let me let me interrupt you about ahead. that because uh, we have a website. We have the drpaulwhite.com, dot com, but we have another one. It's called Appreciation at Work dot com, and it's the word at Appreciation at Work dot com has all kinds of free resources as far as articles and videos, and then also resources for leaders, employers. It doesn't have, uh, and employees. It doesn't. Have, you don't have to be a leader, but we have training materials and uh you know books in our assessment tool that. I just want to make sure people know about that, because that's where you can find stuff to either introduce yourself or to introduce somebody else to the concept.
0: Appreciationatwork.com. Appreci- Appreciation and the word at work.com. And also for businesses, though, you've got the MBAinventory.com that's where they can actually go purchase that for their employees. Is that correct? Right.
1: And actually it's an online assessment tool. It takes about 10 minutes to take. It identifies each person's primary language appreciation, you know, one of the five languages, their secondary and their least valued language, which is sort of our blind spot. It's the one we don't think about. And, and, but we have people around us that have that. And then it identifies the specific actions within the language. What we found out initially was, so your language is quality time. I'd have a manager say, well, what does that mean? What am I supposed to do? Well, it differs for different people and actually from whom they want it some people yeah they want individual time with their supervisor but others don't they'd rather go hang out with their friends and so we are able to specify that and then even create a group profile uh, for people to share across their groups
0: I just and that's the powerful thing is after this is completed you can almost put a little poster board outside of each person's cubicle go here here's my language of appreciation so that people can start studying and understand those people they work alongside it starts to really transform the culture because it gives people the ability to be intentional with how they interact with the people that they sit next to.
1: Yep, it, it, and we actually have those posters free on, on our website that people can fill in the languages and, and post it in nice little cubicle things.
0: He's an author, he's a speaker, and he wrote this book alongside Gary Chapman called The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. And if you ever wondered, how do I fix the culture of my organization? How do I address the needs of my people well, it starts with understanding who your people are. Find out more about it on this website, appreciationatwork.com, appreciationatwork.com. And the online assessments are on mbainventory.com. MBA is Managing by Appreciation. Inventory.com, this book will will begin the transformation of your workplace. And if you're a Christ follower and you're a leader, this is an absolute must. Because if you want to minister to people, if you want to have an opportunity to share what Christ has done in your life, loving them unconditionally in a language that they can understand, it will open up conversations that you'll never open up by loving them in a language that they don't understand. Dr. Paul White, when you wrote this book, what was your understanding of the value of appreciation in an organization? Why Why do you think appreciation is so important?
1: Well, and it's grown over time and become even more important. That What we find when people feel valued, when employees feel valued, a lot of good things happen. Tardiness decreases coming to work, back from breaks, back from lunch absentee uh, ism, uh decreases as far as people calling in sick when they aren't really sick uh people follow policies and procedures that they weren't before uh you get better customer service uh ratings uh there's less conflict people are less irritable um and get along better and um and that actually productivity increases, especially creativity and sort of creative problem solving. And one of the interesting things is that managers report that they like coming to work more when you know their people feel valued and appreciated. And and so there's a lot of benefits. And in fact, in the book, as well as in a, a new book that we're bringing out called The Vibrant Workplace, we give all kinds of research uh, about that. And um, and it it's real. I mean, it, it's we're not just sort of throwing things out there, but it really does make a difference.
0: You know, when you, there's some books out there that talk about the difference in the generations and and the traditionalists and the boomers grew up in organizations where if they got appreciation every once in a year or two, they were fine. But the, the generation X, the millennials, the next generation beyond them, appreciation is key because if people don't feel appreciated, they're out of there. And when you (laughs) lose good people because they don't feel appreciated, Even though they're getting paid well, if they don't feel appreciated, you lose good people. That is the most expensive thing that can impact an organization.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And what we found is that uh, in our funding, we have not only cross-generations, but we have the book materials in 15 languages, uh, that it's cross-cultural. It's cross-generational. Now, the languages are all valued by People, uh, depending on, regardless of their age, but the actions different. Let me g- give you an example. Uh, for s- some uh, millennials, you know, they like flex time, and they like, you know, to be able to, um, you know. Earn some time off and so forth, and that that's actually a kind of tangible gift. But what what's interesting is that they don't really care about handwritten notes. You know, older boomers they are big about handwritten notes. Young, especially twenty something males, don't give a rip about that. What's important to them is the speed in which you get back to them. And so what we found, and we're continuing to keep track of, because we've got almost a hundred thousand people taking our inventory. And let me mention, a code comes with the book, so you can take the inventory for free if you if you well get the book, uh, you can buy them separate, but we wanted to give them out as well.
0: Well, and we're going to give away three copies of five of the five cool. languages of appreciation in the workplace after
1: the bottom of the half hour. Cool. And so it it works across generations, across genders, uh, across cultures. We have it in Spanish and Chinese and all different kinds of things. And what's neat, like you said, is it it's a practical way to sort of serve and show the love of Christ in a workplace, regardless of, you know whether people, other people are followers of Christ themselves. And, and it also gives uh, us an opportunity to serve not just top-down from managers. One of the key lessons we learned is that people want to know how to encourage and show appreciation to their colleagues. It's not just from the boss and the supervisor. So it's not sort of all the full responsibility just isn't on their shoulders.
0: So when an organization adopts this idea that, hey, we're going to have everybody take the five languages of appreciation inventory, the MBA managing by mbainventory.com managing by appreciation. When they say, okay, we're going to do it, how transformational is this in an organization? Whether it's Does, does it matter whether it's small or big?
1: It doesn't. I mean, we, we work with small inner-city uh, social service agencies and ministries. Uh, we're working with uh, ExxonMobil right now. We've worked with DirecTV, with John Deere, uh, with... Uh, you know, major government agencies and so forth. But the key is this, and actually what I believe is we don't force anybody to do it. We sort of come in and we'll sort of give, you know, an overview, and this is what it's about. And then we let people opt in because if you feel forced and if everybody thinks, well, everybody's got to do that, that automatically undermines the perceived authenticity. And so what we do often is have sort of pilot groups, is you know, a volunteer that says, hey, I'd like to do this with my team. And we do it, and everybody else sort of watches. I mean, you might start with two or three groups. But it's – and people watch, it and they see that it works, and then it grows from there. And it's – I mean, we've done thousands within some organizations, but it, it almost always starts small so that – people that aren't interested, aren't forced to it, and, you know, then they sort of grump their way through it.
0: We're talking today with Dr. Paul White about his book that he wrote alongside Gary Chapman, The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace. And we're going to give away three copies after the bottom of the half hour, but you can find out more about it online at appreciationatwork.com. So when an organization gets, let's just say, 5% 5% of the organization goes through the MBA inventory, and all of a sudden people start learning their language of appreciation. How You, you already mentioned some of the things that are impacted. You said tardiness went down, absenteeism went down, policy adherence went up, customer service went up, productivity went up. I mean, those kinds of things all read, hey, the company made more money because we went through this.
1: Exactly, Exactly. And one of the cool things, actually one of the other things we know is that If your organization's going through change, and I think almost everybody is, when staff feel valued and appreciated, change goes easier and and better. And In fact, we had some evidence from a major organization we worked with that part of the organization had gone through our training, part hadn't, and when they were actually sort of subsumed by another larger organization, the feedback we got is the people that felt valued and appreciated, the change went a lot smoother for them because... They, you know, they weren't as uptight. There was more trust, and uh, and they knew they were valued.
0: But, you know, there, that's a billion-dollar idea. So you're saying that like, in a takeover or in a merger that right. the change went easier for people who understood that they were appreciated at work and were communicated on a regular basis in their language of appreciation. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, you know, have if, if you ever gotten to speak to any real big wigs at Wall Street and say, hey, guys, I've got the billion-dollar idea right here? This can, well, ch- this can change your world.
1: Well, we're, we're starting to work with some really big government agencies. And by the way, people, uh, I tell you what, if people want to write us at uh, just admin at appreciationwork.com and tell her, we'll send out an article about how change and appreciation uh, can make a difference. We'd love to do that.
0: Now, are you working with the current presidential administration, the new administration, on getting this into all their staff at all levels?
1: Well, not yet, but uh, we've got we've got some inroads, so uh, we're hoping. And and it can it works at the city, county, state level, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I'm and, all about the top down thing. I want to start seeing change in Washington and have it just cascade across the nation. and amazingness. I want to silence all those people that are like, I, I just I can't remember the last time a president surrounded himself with so many evangelicals. I mean, it just yeah. I'm so encouraged. And and how cool would it be if if our president could learn languages of appreciation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That <laughs> he could good. tweet those. That yeah. would be really good. All right, so it, this is going to transform any organization. Does this work in churches or does it just work in business?
1: Oh, absolutely. In fact, we have one thing we have developed different versions of our inventory and one is for ministries and not for profits because the actions differ. We have one for medical settings, schools, government, military. But churches need it and and, and it one of the key things is it helps decrease volunteer turnover if you have key volunteers you may not be able to do it for everybody that works in sunday school or the youth program but if you have key leaders that you you know you don't want to lose if you find out their language and actions and start to do that they're going to stay around and be uh you know more faithful and also recruit others as well so and and with staff too i mean it's huge
0: when let's just speak to our listeners for a minute when they what will they learn what will people learn about themselves when they take this managing by appreciation inventory when they understand what their language of appreciation in the workplace is what will that what will they learn about themselves well,
1: they're going to learn about themselves the way that they and it helps really sort of clarify yeah, I really do feel valued when somebody either you know brings me my uh favorite Starbucks or if they help me out. Uh, after work, you know, getting the mailings out. They find out their languages and actions and from whom they want it. But probably as key as anything is they really start to see that not everybody feels valued in the same way. And that's critical because if we just do the same thing for everybody, we're missing a whole bunch of people. In fact, we know that words uh, are sort of the most common gift, but that's only about 40-45% of the workforce. So that's 50% or more that if we just use words, we're missing just from the get-go. Well,
0: and gifts is... The smallest one based on my experience in the last 20 years. Yep. Yet there's still people that that is a key one. That's, right. and if you miss you miss it, like I'm grateful my wife's not a gifts person because I would go crazy with that. But, you know, how gifts, there are some people that that's a key. That's just well, a key and, deal and, for them.
1: And here's the key about gifts. And one of the things we learned is that. The language that's most important to people is also the language they're most easily offended in. And so here's how you offend somebody that tangible gifts is their language in the workplace is that you give everybody the same thing. Because in the workplace, it's not about the money, and we're not talking about bonuses and you know, sort of – Commissions and that kind of stuff. It's just a little something that shows you're getting to know the person. But if you give everybody the same thing, it's like you didn't think about them. You don't really get to know them. So for gifts, it's it's often not that big a deal as far as monetary. But it's like you got bottom a can of cashews, and you know that they like cashews, and and so it's at a personal level. Did you ever wonder
0: why God made us also complicated? I mean, this is this is complicated. Yet Jesus demonstrated this so well. I mean, he was phenomenal at touching people in their love language, their language of appreciation. He was all about this in his ministry. But do you ever think about, why are we so complicated?
1: Well, you know, actually, if you just look at the nature of creation, I mean, there's a theme of both... Uh, themes and sameness, you may have trees that are structured largely the same, but they're not only the species, they're different, but each individual tree is different. And so there's this unique balance of we're a lot alike in a lot of ways that we want to feel valued and appreciated, but we're very unique in the ways that that actually works for us.
0: Dr. Paul White, thank you so much for coming and I work for him and talking about the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. I'm so grateful that you wrote this book alongside Gary Chapman that you're making it available to people. What's that website again? People should go to about learning more about this.
1: Yeah, it's appreciation at work. And it's the word at appreciationatwork.com.
0: And they can also take the inventory at MBA inventory inventory.com. And you can find out more about Dr. Paul White at drpaulwhite.com. Paul, thank you. This was awesome. We could have talked about this 12 hours, but I'm so grateful that you gave us time today to be on iWork for him.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. All right.
0: Martha, I know it was a fast-moving conversation and you had to sit quietly and you were giggling in the corner and that kind of thing, but uh, it was... Uh, Dr. Paul White did a great job really explaining what this appreciation was all about.
2: Well... He did. And one of the things that I love about this whole concept is that it's very simple. This is not, although you asked him the question, you're like, why did God make us so complicated? And he talked about how there's different. I was to different... talk about women. Okay. Okay. Just kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. But he was talking about how, you know, God made trees, but he made different species of trees. But even within those species, everyone is different. So the same thing applies to humans. But yet we have certain things that are similar in all of us, and they've been able to identify the five areas that really matter to people. And um, it, if, when you read the book, I mean they've they've laid it up so easily. They help you to understand snippets at a time, and it's very it's like the secret sauce for running a company with. Um, engaged happy employees um and people you know that are all working together if you really can apply these simple principles in how you treat your employees and your coworkers or whoever you're rubbing shoulders with um it really makes everything i mean the statistics were amazing that he was listing
0: right and i do want to mention if you're listening to a rebroadcast of the show we'll have i am sure we won't give away all the copies on the air live today You can email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iwork, the number for him.com to request a copy of the book. And we just, you know, however many requests we are, we'll, if we only have a certain number of books, we'll, we'll draw one out of a hat, but we would love to have you call in for a book, 877-943-9673. Those statistics you were talking about. Yes. He said that if people feel appreciated, if they feel appreciated in their workplace, their tardiness decreases, their absenteeism decreases their adherence to company policies increases, their customer service increases, their productivity increases, and this is the biggest thing he said. This is like the billion dollar key in fact. I think we should start a new company talking about we've got a billion dollar idea. We got it on the air today. This is the billion dollar idea that if your people are feel do feel appreciated in their workplace, then change comes easier. Than if they don't feel appreciated,
2: change comes easier. Yeah. Okay.
0: So a merger, an acquisition, uh, if people feel appreciated, he said they did studies, and people that had gone through the study that felt appreciated, it went much sm- more, much more smoothier.
2: I don't think he worded it quite that way. No, that was a Jim Brangenberg (laughs) interpretation. Much more smoothly. Much more smoothlier. That's awesome. Yeah, I love the fact that this is the one that we're giving away is an updated and revised um, edition of the book because new research, like he even said, after we wrote the book, we discovered more things. We created more things. There's a lot of resources on their website that he mentioned which is appreciation at work.com but he talked about how the fact that people will stay late and finish something not motivated by money but motivated by the fact that they know that what they're doing is appreciated and things like that that just simple things that can help you to to actually get the job done when it's needed
0: i know i have quit and moved on from jobs where i was being successful because i didn't feel appreciated i, mean, I know that for a fact I, I can give a couple examples, which I won't. Sure. About companies that I work for, which I won't mention. Right. Because I just never feel appreciated. I mean, it, even though I tried to make it as easy as possible, I want to thank Angie for calling in from Clearwater uh, for winning a copy of the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. Still more copies left. 877 9673 or jim at iworkforhim.com. I, I think you still got the book open, like you want to read something else.
2: Well, I just, I'm just amazed by, I mean, this is, if you. These are just facts that are helping to support the fact that implementing this that doesn't cost much, if anything, to do some of the assessments um, can help. It said that 51% of the managers believe that they're doing a good job at recognizing people, their staff, but only 17% of the employees in the same groups believe their managers are recognizing them. Okay, so there's that's, a that's disconnect. That was you
0: know, kind of
2: fast. 51% of the managers think they're showing appreciation while those people – that are under that manager only 17 percent of them are feeling appreciated so what that means is they're probably showing them with the wrong language so well, it, learning what the right way is goes a lot further in your efforts or they
0: have high uh feelings about their own abilities i mean they're either yeah. not showing in the right language and well let, let's give some examples of this first of all i want draw your attention to the website mm-hmm. appreciationatwork.com check it out And then these books for people are calling in today, getting a copy of the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. This is not just a business book. People, if you're listening, don't tune me out because you're thinking, well, that's just a business book. They said they have modified the inventory to address nonprofits, churches, medical organizations, all different kinds of schools, all different kinds of organizations. To address kind of the nuances between in the structure. And that's what I love about this. And when you, let's just say you're a manager and you are a manager, you're a Christ following manager out there, you're listening to our show today and you manage a couple of people and maybe you report to somebody. When you manage somebody and you show them appreciation in their appreciation language. Yes. You, the retention goes way up. That was one number he didn't he didn't mention retention. We got to call him back. Got to ask him that question.
2: It, it's in the book. I know it is because it's, I it, read. Because
0: when people feel appreciated, they don't want to leave.
2: They it, there actually was a statistic that talked about people that would stay longer in their job for appreciation even over getting a raise if they actually knew that what they were doing because basically you're telling them what they do matters and that they're doing a good job when you tell them you appreciate what they're doing
0: there have been people that i have tried when i've worked with other companies you try to steal them away from another company and you're like hey we offer you more money more opportunity like yeah but you know what i like my job and what they're saying is that i feel appreciated at my job And, and and you're not you can't fight that with dollars Although it's nice to have dollars. Yeah. That's why we often say, that's why Martha and I often say on the air, hey, we'd love to get an email from you because your emails are encouraging. That's appreciation to us. It helps keep us going on those days where maybe it's a little tougher to keep going.
2: It does because we both happen to have words of affirmation oh, no, as one of our
0: personal information on in
2: um i think you pretty much do that all the time so that's okay <laughs> our it, life it, is an open book it is pretty much an open book
0: but it, it uh, you know one of the things that dr paul white said in the first half of the show and again if you're tuning in just now we talked today with dr paul white about his book the five languages of appreciation in the workplace and he could only be with us for the first half of the show and, and so go back and listen to the archive or the podcast later on so you can hear what he said but he, this is one thing he said that I'm like, oh, that makes sense because I've mm-hmm. done this with you. Okay. Your number one language, it's so important that it's the one you're most, when it's not met, it's the one you're most easily offended in. And he used the example of a gift. You know, if a if somebody's love uh, language, love, excuse me, their appreciation language is gifts. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, everybody got the same gift. Mm-hmm. Well, then the person whose language is gifts, they're not going to feel appreciated because everybody got the same thing.
2: Right. Because it didn't involve getting to know that person to, to customize something to their, um, personality or something like that. So, and that makes sense. And we've talked, you know, we both kind of looked at each other like, wow, we never thought about how that, why that same reverse would offend people if it's not well uh, met.
0: So we're talking today about the five languages of appreciation in the workplace. And if you ever want to know the secret sauce to any organization, to make it an amazing organization, the secret sauce, it's right here. People need to feel appreciated. If you're an organization, you can pay people a lot of money, but eventually they will leave because they don't feel appreciated. Everybody is driven by appreciation. It feeds our souls. And when our souls are empties, Are empties, excuse me. Well, we're not talking about beer today. When our souls are empty, we just leave. We need to be fed. This is a way we can get fed. It's nice to get a paycheck, but it's even more important to feel appreciated.
2: Yes, and to feel appreciated in the language that you were created to be spoken into. And that's what's so cool about it. And he said that the resources online can actually help you develop profiles for your whole group. I have not looked at it at that level, but I'm really intrigued by that. Because it didn't
0: used to be included.
2: And we we kind of took this and created our own little poster that every employee could hang in their cubicle. And he said, you can do that online. You can um, create a way to remember what everybody's is. And so those are just helpful tools. So when you're going to have to work on a project with a coworker to be able to say, oh yeah, Quality time is important to them. So I'm going to make sure that I get face-to-face with them, that we spend so many minutes every day talking about it. It doesn't mean all eight hours or whatever. I wanted to speak to the fact that it works for volunteers and other Well, how do you think that is? Because
0: in your last workplace where you ran a Christian bookstore for almost 10 years, you had tons of volunteers working for you.
2: I did. And it shocked me at one point when I had a gentleman who was retired, who'd worked in a professional field for decades. And he said to me one time in um, probably about six months after he had started volunteering for me, he said, Martha, you have shown me more about being appreciated here than I ever have had in my professional career.
0: How sad is that?
2: And I was shocked. And I think that one of the things that I maybe did a little bit by accident was the fact that I was speaking into his language.
0: And that is so important. We have to speak into people's languages. I want to thank Yvette for calling in from Tampa for winning a book. Thanks for listening to iWork Work Frame. We'll make sure we give this out. And make sure that you try to get this book infiltrated into your entire organization because hmm. it could transform many people's lives. And you know, I love when I was I was joking with Dr. Paul White about how cool would to get this into the new administration? Sure. I mean, if everybody, and and for them to tweet about it, how about if, if all those people marching in protest against our organization would, uh, against the new administration, would actually be ministered to in their own language of appreciation? Because I think that's what a lot of people, a lot of people are afraid that they're not going to, that their differences of opinion won't be appreciated. And I think if there's anything, that's what this country's all about we have scores of differences between people in this country and we just need to learn to appreciate them and and i don't do you think i'll ever appreciate the drivers here in florida Mm, no probably not because it's not my love language but when you look at how this can impact an organization like you were talking about the volunteers
2: yeah i think that because volunteers volunteers are giving their time and they're cheap well, they are, but and if they they feel also, then they're really cheap. They also take a huge amount of invested time. Right. And to keep that turnover down as well is huge because consistency, um, be, reliability, all of those things, and a good attitude matter just as much for a volunteer as they do for a paid staff person. So taking that approach and in, in investing that opportunity into them to learn more about them goes a long way
0: did you ever do the the languages of appreciation uh inventory with your volunteers
2: I never did it with my volunteers. I did it with my staff, and I don't know why. That was that's crazy that I didn't do it with them. So
0: let's go into the telephone booth and go back.
2: Go back in and time. Do it. <laughs> and do it. Okay. Yes. It, I, I think it would have gone a long way in um, just improving that. But process. you're just
0: pretty intuitive too, though. Getting what people's languages are, and you're good at words of affirmation, and you could fit right in, and you could give people gifts, and you could. I mean, it was. You, you do. I mean, when we run into your former volunteers all over the county, they're all running. Up to give you a big hug,
2: Martha. Yeah, I just I ran into four of them this last weekend, and what a blessing that was to just you know connect because they're you build a long time relationship with somebody that you've invested into personally for that for a common goal.
0: I think what. What's so important and why we want to highlight this again on I Work For Him is that this is so much part of the I Work For Him nation covenant. Mm -hmm. As we're looking to pray for our coworkers and employees, as we start to befriend them and to serve them, if we can do it in a way that shows them how much we appreciate them, how much we love them, that's a powerful tool. And understanding the five languages of appreciation, what they are, starting to recognize them in people. It's powerful and it will help you become a minister in your workplace. That's what's so important. You and me, we may be the only Jesus your co-workers and employees may ever meet. We've got to put this into action. Five languages of appreciation in the workplace. As they put in the title of the book, Empowering Organizations by Encouraging People. How many of you out there listening, if you felt appreciated, how easy would it be to go to work tomorrow? And how many of you out there are struggling to go back to work when you don't feel appreciated? And I think Martha, what was the most powerful thing that 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 Dr. Paul White said when we had him on the air the first half of the show was this this whole process this this understanding the five languages of appreciation in the workplace can be plugged into any kind of organization. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to, it's not a business. not a business concept. This is a people concept.
2: Right. It can even be your home. We apply it. You think this works in unions?
0: Like well, a union steelworkers ex- workers hall. Of course it would. I was. don't know why it wouldn't, but
2: I've never been involved in in that before, so I don't know. But we had all of our kids and grandkids that could take the test and um, also be able to post that so that we remembered what their love languages are. Of course, that's what love languages. Reading? We're talking about words, language of appreciation. But the it's, same thing. It's similar because It people, works in your right. home. It works in your family. It works in your... Truly, it could work in your neighborhood. It could work in any of those groups that you're in, whether it's a Bible study group or a workplace um group that works on a project together.
0: Well, and and I made the joke about a union hall. And here's the deal: guys have needs too, but we like to hide. Well, I don't need I don't need a pat on the back. I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I can do this on my own. That was my guy impression. And, <laughs> but, but it's just a bunch of garbage. Every human being needs to feel appreciated. Whether you're working in a ditch, whether you're working on the top of a of a skyscraper, whether you're flying an airplane, working in a courtroom, it doesn't matter. Each one of us has a need that's been built into us by our Heavenly Father to be appreciated. It's how we build culture in a positive way.
2: I think there are a lot of people that probably enjoy the tasks of what they do at their job, but they're not enjoying whatever it is that they're doing, because they're not feeling like there's any appreciation being done. So you just think about exponentially how you could increase the um, the the desire for people to want to get up in the morning and do whatever it is they've been called to do, whether they're a, a volunteer, whether it's at home, whether it's in a corporate environment, whatever it is in a, in a school, that if you are looking forward to it and you know that at the end of the day, what you do is appreciated, it goes tremendously far.
0: Well, and then you look at the financial benefits in any organization that puts this into practice. The five mm-hmm. languages of appreciation in the workplace. Tardiness goes down. Absenteeism goes down. Policy adherence goes up. Customer service increases and improves. Productivity increases and improves. Change is more easily and readily accepted. That's and huge. retention is increased. Mm-hmm. Those are billion dollar ideas. And it's just as simple of well how did Jesus interact with people in his workplace? He touched them. If you notice some people, he didn't touch them. And some people he did touch them. And some people he encouraged them. Mm-hmm. And some people he gave them gifts. I mean it was well, where
2: he sat down next to them right, at the well.
0: Senti- or Zacchaeus, hey dude, get down for that trim, going to your house for dinner. Zacchaeus' love language was more than likely quality time. There you go. And he just needed somebody to spend some time with him. Yep. So this is this is the kind of stuff that can transform our country. I mean, if every Christ follower right now would implement understanding their love language and somehow backdoor find out the appreciation language. Sorry, I said love language. Appreciation language in the workplace, the people that they work around, and you start to really appreciate these people in that language, it will it's transform our country.
2: Yeah, yeah. I really, I do believe that it will. And people can then do the, whatever it is that they're called to do, because you've taken that element out of the equation. People are happy to be involved in whatever the movement is, whatever the organization is, whatever the, the task is that they've they're doing and they enjoy it because they know it's appreciated.
0: Yeah. And so many people are out there going, Oh, I just wish I felt appreciated at my work. Mm-hmm. As Christ followers, we've got the opportunity to start this tidal wave in a workplace, especially in a workplace where we don't feel appreciated. Start showing appreciation to those people around you. Start just making that impact. Help your supervisor, your boss, your manager, the owner, whatever you've got, depending on what kind of organization you're in. Help them to understand this concept. Buy them a copy of the book, read it first if you're a manager you demonstrate it first in the organization if you're a church if you're part of a church or a nonprofit organization you do it and show the upper management people how impactful it is Mm -hmm. this is powerful stuff because it's god's idea he made us all complicated like this so we could why (laughs) why does it make
2: you laugh complicated but yet it's a simple concept it's so simple
0: but you're complicated but okay. yet you're simple no like nobody ever said there's that about a simple
2: it. solution this is
0: fantastic five languages of appreciation in the workplace by dr paul white and dr gary chapman get a copy today appreciation at work.com martha this was a phenomenal conversation i can't wait for the follow-up because he said there's another book coming the vibrant workplace that, that'll be a good one that'll be good all right you've been listening to i work for him with your host jim and martha brangenberg We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field. But ultimately, I I work for him. him.